Let's get ready to raffle! On this episode of Behind the Curtain Ruffle Comedy Club Podcast, we talk to Volter Meisch, the cyclist Dutch comedian, and Jeff Innocent, the absolute legend. We are backstage, Ruffle Comedy Club Behind the Curtain, as Koki and Frankie is here. Hey, good evening, guys. Yeah, greetings, everybody. And this good is evening. Jeff Innocent and Volter Meisch is here. Oh, yes. Hey, well done with pronunciation. Ah, well, <laughs> South African, eh? Huh? Right, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Wij zijn gekomen om jullie hier op te fokken. So it's interesting. This is an interesting bill. We're missing Phil Chapman, but it's a truly international now. Now Jeff, uh, I've known Jeff for quite a while. He's a stalwart of the industry. Voter, we only recently met. Yes. But Jeff is about to go to South Africa. For I the certainly first am. Time. I certainly <laughs> am. First time. Well, actually, first time in Stoke as well. Yeah. Well, you know, they're both as exciting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, it's one of the great things about this job is you get to go to places that you've never been before. And if I were to be honest, Stoke isn't on my bucket list. <laughs> Cape Town possibly is. So, so, um, but I'm having a great time here in Stoke. And I, I, I have to say, uh, today I had to go to Sheffield to pick up my phone because I lo- left it there last weekend doing a Sheffield gig. And then I turned up at Sheffield Station. I hadn't mentioned this before, have I? Millwall football fans were also oh, turning up. Wow. So I got corralled into the Millwall crowd. But you, were you West Ham? Well, I am, yeah. yeah. So they're our biggest rivals. But, yeah. but sadly... At the time, you probably yeah. like, no, I'm just going to go along. Well, well, no, I didn't want to. But the police, I said, what's going on, mate? And he just assumed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm now in the middle of a load of football fans. My, our greatest rivals... And I'm not, I can't say anything, obviously, because I was outnumbered. You could just start singing I'm Blowing Bubbles. No! (laughs) So I just had to go with it, but it was quite, quite a... uh, That's amazing. Yeah, it was, yeah. So it's it's been eventful today. It's been eventful. Do you ever get into trouble about football or sports, people sort of going Ajax or whatever? You're from Utrecht, right? Yeah, yeah, I support Ajax. Right. But uh, we don't have uh, really that big of rivalry in Holland. Well, we have... Uh, fans of Ajax and Feyenoord, but they meet like in uh, in um, in a coffee shop. In, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. In a marijuana camp. Yeah, they just chill out together. They meet in a field in the middle of nowhere, oh. and they start a fight. Oh, oh wow! Okay. Yeah. That sounds way so, scary. Yeah, but they just knock each other it's out, ah, and yeah. they're, they're not a nuisance. It's so Dutch. It's Do so they turn no. up on bicycles? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, almost. They they clog the life out of each other, man. <laughs> they hit each other with wooden shoes. Yeah. Could be done. Oh, uh, here comes Hans. He's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That reminds oh, me man. of when I sent you to London and I put the Manchester United pin. I'm a Manchester United supporter. Okay. And I put yeah. a pin on one of Koki's coats because I was. Without him knowing. Yeah, well, I, know. I just I used it for dog walking, and so I just put the pin on it. And he went off to London not knowing it was on there, and turned up on a train full of what was it? Chelsea supporters. Chelsea supporters. <laughs> and a cop just took me across the street. He went. Yeah, so right, just burgers are up, brilliant. So, uh, where's the weirdest place you've done comedy? Because you, you've obviously been in the Dutch circuit, you know, people like Sam Muskitzer and you tour around. How long have you been doing the English circuit and how different is that to the Holland circuit? Um, the English are more up for it, for the comedy. Uh, they always uh, give more energy. Right. In Holland, um, people can, uh, there's a line of Steve Hughes famous comedian, a really yeah. good comedian, he has a line, Dutch audience will stare at you till you cry. <laughs> uh, 
and Amazing. that can happen to English acts, but also to Dutch acts. So uh, yeah, uh, we, we're gonna. Jeff is gonna eat us. Oh, I'm really sorry. I'm gonna have to vacate this this conversation. When you said about weirdest places, I don't know if weirdest places uh, culturally, but the weirdest venue where I did stand-up comedy was in one of the pods on the London Eye oh, and it was a corporate so we were being paid lots of money and it seemed like a good idea but you had to do two gigs uh, and it was people from, a, from a, a factory in the north of England that would come down to London for their Christmas party oh, wow. very ill-conceived and you did 20 minutes in one pod and then you got out and got into another oh, pod no and it just did not work at all because these people just want to look out of the window of the pod and see London yeah. and I'm over there trying to tell jokes and who is this guy so in the end I had to tell make jokes about places I got out of it yeah. by thankfully knowing a bit of history but it was weird circumstances you because you can't walk away yeah. Yeah, yeah. you can't escape that you can't go I'm going out the back jump. Your yeah yeah like, jump yeah. <laughs> Chips I'm just going to go and have my burger and chips. I'm sorry about that. Enjoy it. Yeah. Vegan though, guys, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Proper hipster. Yeah. I had to do one of those gigs on the tour bus in Cape Town with Mark Luttering. Oh, wow. And it was, like they, it was like a media thing and all the journalists. And then they drove us around for like an hour and a half. I right. do comedy on the bus. We were just like, I'm just going to make up stories about the buildings and the mountain. and Yeah, <laughs> just, just some bullshit. Just survive. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, uh, interestingly, I wanted to talk to you about something else. So, Voter uh, is a cyclist, and he yep. cycles to nearly all of his gigs if the weather, weather permitting. But yes, you also got on the train from Manchester. You live with yeah. Sully while you're here, and then you cycle from there. Yes. And how do you find that compared to getting in the car? Because uh, we've always talked about the journeys. How does that uh -huh. affect your journey? I, I really commuting uh, in uh, with a lot of people and busy trains, cancelled trains. It just stresses me so much. Yeah. And I love cycling. I, there's nothing better for me to empty my head and cycle to gigs. And uh, and I, I'm never late because I can make my own times. Yeah. And uh, it's a nice mixing with being too much in my head and being on the bike. So forgetting everything you think, yeah. overthink. Right. So uh, cycling uh, is for me the perfect way, and I want to travel that way uh, because I yeah it's freedom and I I just makes me feel really good. And do you listen to music when you cycling? No, no. no. Dangerous. Uh, dangerous, dangerous right? yeah. Especially in the UK, I have to I need all my senses to survive. Yeah. Uh, because uh, yeah. I need everything because yeah. it's dangerous here, yeah. and I'm really experienced. And we were talking about it, but. Uh, it's for me. I, I, I wouldn't want to cycle on the road. Like, it's only because your experience that you know. Well, yeah, that's interesting. Frankie's family are yeah. into cycling. Yeah, yeah. About it. yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard the, the bike, bike shop. shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I want to do like a tour when I, where I do the like cycle shops and uh, cycle cafes. Oh, yeah. They're getting more and more cycle cafes. Because What's a cyclists what is a cycle cafe like a cafe just for you to cycle there and then you have yeah right they have one in Manchester so uh, they sell clothes and they uh, coffee uh -huh. and you can cyclists are really isolated people they're not social yeah they don't go drinking till late they show up on the bike and then they fuck off home but so you don't wear all the lycra I've seen the guy you've got the shoes but not you yet don't wear all the lycra not yet <laughs> there will be gigs where I will change in my lycra ah, right. on stage. Uh, I haven't made the step yet, but now the LBGT makes it easier for me right. because people won't go like, oh, you're a freak, <laughs> uh, you're a weirdo. No, I'm just a bit female. Yeah, fair enough. 
I'm just wearing lycra and uh, big lycra. I can get away with it now. Yeah, and you can go all sorts of different colors. Yeah. Colors? Yeah, all be like pinks and blues and like jockey. Yeah, I, I don't wear pink yet. I find it a risk. In Scotland, cycling in pink. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> so have you always, always been in cycling? Is that just something since you were yeah. little? You're not like yes, from like very little I was always... Like Holland is a cycling culture, yeah. so we automatically... But getting into racing is a different thing, but I was immediately hooked on like the big stage races, the Tour de France, and uh, just uh, the brutality of it and uh, just uh, suffering. I, I'm into suffering and pain. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Taking a slightly different Yeah, turn. that's <laughs> why I do comedy in Stoke. Yeah, absolutely. Schadenfreude. <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> with a lesbian on the front row. Yeah. She just had short hair and I said she was lesbian. How superficial of me. Oh, I think it's because I said that first. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I said something about she's got unicorn hair. Uh-huh. Because I was purple and pink. And so I didn't make... I didn't make the connection unicorn lesbian. Well, you know, not a lot of people do. I'm still learning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what is the um, your favorite place to ride? Um, I think the Peak District is pretty amazing. On a good day, with no traffic, mm. on the small roads, yeah. uh, it's beautiful. It's snake absolutely pass. snake pass. Uh, you can do a loop from Glossop to Holmford, Sheffield, back via Snake Pass. Yeah. It's about 60 miles or something. How long does that take you? Um, I think about four hours maybe, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, I take it easy. What's yeah. your top speed? Top speed, well downhill about 60 miles. Uh, but I don't take crazy risks, so... Maybe but you like pain and suffering, <laughs> Yeah, uphill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I used to like suffering more. Now I just like looking around me and being free and and just enjoy, enjoying good weather. And uh, pink lycra. And pink lycra. Uh, uh, so did you compete? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah cool. On amateur level. Uh, but uh, at the time it was a big time for doping. Uh, EPO was... And I never got into contact with that luckily because for me that would have been a big no to do that because I uh, first is my health and then maybe accomplishing something but uh, not any doping or shit putting in myself and so when did you get into comedy um, I did acting school and it all failed because I was annoyed with people I had to play with and then I decided I have to be on stage my own to create my own weird place. Right. And uh, it w I was uh, terrified going on the first gig. I shit, my shit myself almost. Yeah. And uh, then, but I did it. And then I thought I want to do this because somehow this is weird. This was horrible, but yeah, I liked it. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I always thought I could do it from a child, actually, um, but never realised it was a job as such. And you know, like most working class guys, just go go to school, then you go to work. But I've done some drama and acting when I was a kid, and I've always been funny. Uh, but I waited until I was 41 before I actually wow. did it. Yeah, and I think it was because couldn't really earn a living out of it unless you were famous. There wasn't a circuit as such yeah. until 
the mid 90s, late 90s, um, because I had kids and mortgage, and, I, and when I realised I could earn a living uh, and make it a job, yeah. I think that's when I came in. So I did my comedy workshop when I was 40 with uh, Tony Allen, who was one of the pioneers of alternative comedy in the, the late 70s, mm. and he's still my sort of mentor a little bit. Uh, and then I um, and then I just got into it very quickly, and it all. I think because I was older and came with a ready-made comic persona, yeah. I was up and running quite, 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 quite um, early. Where, um, where was your first gig? Um, well, the first gig was the end of workshop gig in a community centre. Right. And um, and I remember because I, my big fear was that I wasn't going to remember my material, so I had my wife sitting in the front with flashcards. Oh wow! Topics, that's amazing. Right, really covertly. So every time I looked down at her. I mean, I've forgotten the next topic. Oh, that's so good. Uh, yeah, I know. So I brought so a good. criminal background into the world of comedy immediately. I think you'll find what you're thinking of is this joke. Yeah, yeah. Wife, uh, drugs, uh, and um, so uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it, and it went very well, and, and, and I've been doing it ever since. Um. I'm going to leave you guys to keep chatting. Yeah, I'm so sorry, I have to shoot off. Just shout out your, uh, uh, your Instagram or any of your Twitter. Can I just say it? that the uh, burgers at Rolf are absolutely top class? One of the best burgers I've had for many, many oh, years. Nice one, mate. Okay. You can follow me on hashtag DutchGit. Ah, okay. Yeah. Easy to find. Good yeah. DutchGit. G-I-T, but you know how to spell it, you're All sorry. Right. Uh, well, while I remember, I'm not very good at social media, I, <laughs> Thank I, you. My, yep. um, you can follow me on Twitter. I mean, I say follow me, I hardly ever contribute. I almost never tweet anything, yeah. so I've hardly got any followers, which doesn't bother me. However, uh, recently one of my clips has got on Facebook yeah. over a million views. I know, which, I know. What bit is it? It's called Racist Grandad. So if you're out oh, there and you want to see what yeah, I do, go on to well YouTube. You can access yeah. it through YouTube. Um, I've also got what have I got? Twitter and Facebook. I'm not very good at that sort of thing. I will so find it afterwards. I wouldn't bother following the, me at I'll all. And follow me. Just look at me and follow. Don't follow, don't start following me, man. <laughs> I don't like that sort of thing. People following me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much. Uh, my pleasure. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the show. Really appreciate you tuning in. It would be great if you could head over to wherever you download your audio and hit that subscribe button. Uh, If you're feeling extra nice, you could leave us a review. Uh, If you want to check out any videos of the acts, uh, these are coming out weekly on our YouTube channel, which is Ruffle Comedy Club. And if you want to book tickets for any future shows, want to find out any more information, then head over to rufflecomedy.com.